Good day. Good day. Good morrow. <laughs> Welcome back to Coffee Talk. Okay, this time, this is TJ, by the way, because we didn't, we didn't acknowledge that fact last time. We don't need to. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, well, I'm Sarah. to file complaints. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure they could find our photos on our website. I'm TJ. Sarah. <laughs> the episode two of Coffee Talk. Yes, welcome. We left off with talking about um, a virtu- uh, virtual networking and what all. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes, we're going to talk about virtual networking. Oh, we left off. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Clarification. I get it. Whatever. <laughs> um, we mentioned that we were going to talk about virtual networking today. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, and catering and students mm-hmm. and how the first week of classes went. Yay. And then we will be announcing who our special guest is next time. Yay. So excited. Super excited. Yes. Even better than a call-in. Yes. Way better than a call-in. So how did the first week of school go, Sarah? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Y'all tell me. I say y'all, but you, the, the y'alls on yeah, the other see, side. Yeah, but see, I was here in the afternoons. So I just know the shenanigans in the afternoons that happened. Sorry, I have a hair in my mouth. That's true. Um, Well, let's see. First of all, um, third student in the building, 8.15 Wednesday morning, no mask. Nice. Yeah. Did you, like, tackle them? No, I was was walking in the dining room, and I saw him walk into Frymeyer, and I was just like, already? It's only 8.15, and I was about to, you know, leave in a little bit to help our oldest daughter go to physical therapy, and... Then I couldn't find him. <laughs> he, like, disappeared. He put a mask on. You couldn't find him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did venture into another area of the building and was asked by another employee within the facility to put his mask on. But I find it interesting considering, I don't know, how many communications have... Well, not just the communications, but when you're walking in the building, we're well posted. Oh, yeah. Every door. Yes, Every entrance. Are. Even if they we came are. in the staff entrance by some means... It says, please wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get that it's not habitual yet, but it's still, you know. Did we have the signs posted in other languages? Uh, you can thank the university for that, because I yeah. doubt they did that. I highly doubt they did it in Spanish, which probably would have been helpful. Yeah, or Vietnamese, mm-hmm. or, yeah, I just thought about that. Yeah, we can't Sorry. go down that political road. It could get real nasty. Well, no, I mean, I'm just, you know, somebody could say, well, I don't read English very well. Yes, I know they're college students. Yes, they should read. However. Well, but that's what I mean. But then there would be the other side where people were like, well, you're in America. You should speak English. Well, that's just rude. That's what I'm saying. We could go down that political road, but let's not. We're okay. not going to. Yes. That's not okay. happening. So 8.15 in the morning, and then um, the arrows don't work. The herd does not follow. <laughs> Except for the ag students. The Bush School students did when they were here. Well, yeah, they got one room to go in. And some of, yeah. Yeah, I but mean, you also had, like, your ins and outs. and True. You know. True. I heard that went well. Yes. Most of it has gone well because they have not hit capacity for any of the rooms so far, to my knowledge. I could be way wrong. Yeah. To my to my knowledge and the, the head shakes that are happening on the other side of the camera <laughs> telling me that we haven't. Although I meant to ask Caleb to see how the business class went if the, you know, almost 200 people that signed up for those 720 class actually happened. Oh, highly doubtful. 
Yeah. Because I stayed a little while longer, you know, give them the rundown, just check in with them. Um, and so the class was almost starting and it wasn't even like a third of the way full. Yeah. I kind of wondered. We've had um, one in particular difficult professor who is just absolutely refuses to try to learn how to use a computer. So that one's been fun. Been real fun. And she's not nice about it. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you got to keep the pronouns to a neutral. We can't like get she's unkind trying to pronounce. Oh, sorry. He, she, he, it. He, yeah, sorry. <laughs> You gotta keep the pronouns neutral. I already told Jamie so, I need to go back to English. So yeah, it's a long not day. to identify anybody. Okay. Um, yeah, but there's several of them. We can say they. They, them, it. Like we yeah, do with babies it's, when it's people weird. are pregnant. It might be a velociraptor. <laughs> um. Wow, blonde moment. Okay. <laughs> so how's it been going in the afternoons? I mean, there's been a lot more things that have occurred, but nothing that's been real, you know, yeah, unpredictable. Crazy. Um, I caught two girls walking out of the building with their masks off. Like, they came out of the room and were, like, hmm. really taking selfies and stuff. And I was like... I saw that yesterday, too. Right. right outside the banquet space, the selfie with the mask on. And I was like, I don't... What's happening here? Yeah, these two took the mask off and took a selfie. And I was like... Hmm. Pronouns on that one? No, it was definitely two chicks. <laughs> I don't care. They're not staff. They're not staff or faculty. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't know their names. I feel like I was going to call them out. That's not like I know this professor's name either. Yeah, there's only so many professors in the building. It's true, but I'm not probably going to learn their names. <sighs> well, I mean, I go by classes. What class are you in? <laughs> what room are you in? I can't even get the numbers on our auditoriums correct. I keep yeah. sending kids to the wrong space. So, you know. Yeah, you shouldn't be, like, <laughs> helping. Okay. house managing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, overall, I feel like we survived. I mean, there were a few hiccups with um, AV stuff. I mean, like you said, people not knowing how to log on, not practicing, um, moving equipment around, laptop shutting down. Oh, yeah. But other than that, like, it was great. <laughs> it actually has gone pretty smoothly. Yeah. Pretty smoothly, yeah. Um, we've had a lot of people give us positive feedback so far. That's Every good. professor I've caught kind of at the end of class when I've tried to go in and clean after, especially yesterday. They were very appreciative. Yeah. So. Yeah, there were a couple of professors that didn't like that I asked them to, like, not loiter in the lobby, you know? They had, like, two or three students that were standing there talking with them. Hey, you know, really appreciate it if you could move along. Obviously, I said it in a professional manner, but, you know. Well, that's still They were just like. Yeah. But class just ended. I'm like, yeah, but. Take it outside. Yeah. Where it's hot and humid and, you know, walk and talk. Okay, so speaking of outside with all this stuff on campus, so I heard that the one tent that they put up on campus blew over already. And so now the university is trying to find. They should get the tailgate guys to put their tents up. Those tents don't move. When they put them up for tailgating, they are there. Yeah, but they're probably trying to use A&M employees so they can continue to pay people and keep people employed. And I don't know. I don't know the, the logistics. The tailgate guys are subcontractors for A&M, aren't they? I have no idea. 
Yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting, getting some head nods. Yeah. <laughs> From the audience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But, yeah, I thought it was funny because that was what was predicted and it definitely happened. And so now they're either trying to find a new tent or I really think they should rethink the whole thing. I get trying to give students study space prior to a class if they're back-to-back, -back, but if they're offering every class Zoom. True. However, I think they should look at, you know, the layout of campus because you're going to get less wind if you're, like, in a treed area, somewhere where, like, the buildings are blocking the wind. You go put a tent out in the middle of, like, the drill field, it's going to blow over. Well, yeah. It's flat. Wind. Yeah. So but I'm maybe off. choose a better spot. I don't know. I think it's a bad idea to begin with. I think they should just not require the students to bring their umbrellas so they can sit outside in the shade. Well, I just think maybe you need to consider using different places on campus as designated study areas or Zoom classroom areas versus kicking kids out of buildings. But I don't know. I don't know. What the, it's not my job to make that solution. So. Or tree branching, yeah. Yes, That's above are. my pay grade. Okay. So let's talk virtual networking. Pros, cons, how can you help when you want to network during a virtual event? So I sent you something. Yeah, you didn't send it, you handed it to me. I did read it. Yeah, I wasted trees. However. You don't like any of them? I don't really like any of them. Like, I get, I mean, a lot of it is common sense. Like, yes, you need to be more engaged and do better on, like, reaching out to the people mm -hmm. who are in this virtual networking setting. Um, however, in my head, I just picture, like, your Zoom chat filled up with, like, Oh, this person responded, you know, privately if you're, if that's how you're doing it, um, and responding to the wrong person. And it's just like, you know, if you have five or six people that you're trying to talk to. So I get the chat part, but one of the things they talked about was when you're doing the intro, when they do the, the icebreaker, basically. And oh yeah. Having so, it prepared. Well, having it prepared but when you're doing the icebreaker and someone's talking if you find something that's interesting to you to interject into the conversation not just do it in the chat like actually open your mic up and have a conversation versus trying to utilize the chat the entire time i think the chat is actually very detrimental because like you said i've accidentally sent it to everyone versus one person <laughs> and i would prefer that if the private option was actually a different window yeah which I, and you obviously you can like do your pop out but it's the whole, all of the conversations mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like this is not old school AOL like private window DM chat boxes like it should be I mean I liked AOL <laughs> that's how old I am yes okay did you get the the CDs from the mall for like your free trial you used to have them in Walmart the kiosks I don't I don't okay I'm younger than you so I know they have well, I don't remember <laughs> that but anyway so that's one of the things they suggested which I would agree with you know Interject yourself in conversation if you want to network. The problem is, even in a normal environment, when you are at a conference, a lot of people are still kind of shy. They're not going to go out into a networking session and be that aggressive about it. So why would you do it on a virtual side? Well, and I feel like on a virtual side, you have to be even more respectful because of the time limits. Mm -hmm. Like somebody's introducing themselves, now you're starting a conversation, so what about the next person that was in line to introduce themselves? Like, how does that... Yeah. How does that play out? How does that work? Well, that's why you have a moderator. To be like, hey, sorry, hi, you need to hold up the card like Vanna White. You have five minutes left in a red card. Yeah, but nobody's going to pay attention to that guy. <laughs> I would hope somebody would. 
well, professors don't, but <laughs> other people might. <laughs> oh, no. Researchers, maybe. Probably not. Mm, professors? Research? Researchers. Research professors. <laughs> Do you need a dictionary today, sir? <laughs> I don't know. I need something. And um, not what's in here. It's not helping. I mean, <laughs> I tequila. Then we can go run to the store. No, okay. All yeah. right. Off topic. Okay. Anyway. Um. So... The virtual networking, one of the things I did find interesting about it was that they indicated that you need to remain positive in light of everything that's happening. And I think people forget that. Yes, it's not been fun to be stuck at home and not having the social interaction with others, but it's not your um, personal therapist to sit here and dump all your negativity all over a networking session or a conference in general. It's not the platform for that. I feel like virtually it would be easier to stay more positive because mm -hmm. you can fake it more because people can't really read your body language virtually than they can in person. Yeah, because yeah. it's just facial expression. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Oh, my God, I love it. I've gotten so many projects done. My house is always clean. Always. Well, I'm going to have to record this because I feel like I've seen that face in a few of our meetings. <laughs> You have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they say stay positive, don't be negative, which I would 100% agree with. Yeah. I'm going to need you to start practicing that, Sarah. So the one thing I do like is that in a normal networking in-person session, if it's during a happy hour, you're usually broken off into like little groups talking to individual people or a couple people. One thing I do like about it is that it allows for an open dialogue amongst everyone. Now, it may not be a topic that you're interested in at the time, but you can always change subject, and everyone's engaging in that same conversation at once. That's overwhelming. But if it's not a large group. No, well, of course not if it's a large group. But say it is a large group. And, I mean, what's your definition of large? To me, ten people all trying to talk at the same time and take turns talking and, and changing subjects, like, that's, that's pretty overwhelming. Versus, like, okay, I'm overwhelmed now. I'm just going to go, like, go to the bar. Well, drink. I would also think one. there is some form of virtual Structure. meeting etiquette where you don't try to interject you know they have the hand raise button that no one ever uses or like realizes it's there do you know you can change the skin tone color on those little things i did not know that yeah it's an option so there's some <laughs> form of etiquette that would come into play yes i would think do you as like the host of this, do you set those rules? Is I'm it sure just like do. a general knowledge? Like, can I Google it? Can I Google Zoom etiquette? I'm sure you could. Like, has somebody already covered this? I'm sure they have. There's lots of things out there about not eating when you're in Zoom meetings. Well, yeah. You know, make sure you're muting your mic. Uh, don't take the microphone to the bathroom. I mean, like, there's all kinds of fun things that I've read that people have done. It's been comical. That common sense definitely goes out the window. Yeah, so, like, do you you send that PDF file out to all of the participants? Be like, hey, just remember. So a lot of the webinars that I've attended, they start out with the etiquette for, I don't call it etiquette, but the etiquette for that meeting. You know, what do they call them? Housekeeping rules. You know, yes, a lot of them do. And that's what the moderator's there for is to, unlike with you and I, where we tree branch, they keep things <laughs> on the subject. They're the train conductor. yes. The they sheep are. herder? Yes. Well, we've already realized the herd, you know, Squirrel herder. doesn't really work. So, you know, but 
Yeah, so I'm sure there's a level, there's someone, a moderator has to help maintain that. Because if not, then yes, you're going to have 10 different people talking at once, but. Okay, so say you're at a conference and you break off into like networking groups. Yeah, I don't talk to those people. I'm so bad at networking. It's awful. But go ahead, sorry. Where you have one host, Mm -hmm. do they moderate all of them? Like, how do you do that? So How do you do that as a planner? As a planner? Like, how do you... Well, so what the, what I've seen, because obviously we haven't done it. I haven't done that. I haven't done it. I've participated in it. So they go from each group breakout session that they've created, and they, like, give them two minutes to talk. They come in and check on them, make sure they don't have questions, they don't need anything, they listen. So they basically move themselves from group to group, and that's how they monitor what's happening. Sounds horrible. Well, and it, it, they're there to help. Like, if you can't get the conversation going or things like that, they help with that. Why does that sound horrible? I would think it would be interesting. Yes, it would be interesting, but like having to go, oh wait, I've been to that room. Like, I feel like there's a lot of organization that goes into that. I mean, the breakout sessions on Zoom, I don't, it tells you when you come back to the main room, what room you were just in. I haven't done any of this. Oh. Well, I had to do it with my family because apparently I was the only one that knew how to use Zoom at the time. I tell you, we put the kids in the other room and let them hash it out. And the grandma. Oh, how the adults talked. So that was fun. Okay, so pros and cons to virtual. There's always very, well, there's a lot. I like the idea that they're like, you need to stay positive. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's obviously, I feel like in our day-to-day lives, we should be trying to find the positivities and everything. <sighs> um, and like keeping people engaged, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but I just feel like it would be overwhelming from both ends, from, like, hosting one to being a participant. Yeah. Especially if it was straight networking. If there was no other subject other than yeah. it was just planned to be a networking session for something in your industry. Yeah. Because me, in person, like, I can network with a brick wall. Like, it doesn't. Oh, I know. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Um, but virtually, it's like, okay, well, can I, can I talk yet? Can I, is, this, is this good? Is this Okay. And then you're, like, typing it, and you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. And then somebody else says what you were typing, and you're like, Or they move on to another subject before you have a chance to make a comment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you got to be a pretty fast typer. Talk to text. Do it on your phone. Zoom on your phone versus your computer. That causes it, though. Mm -mm. But you also have your gaming headset you can do that on. Yeah, but not talk to text. Hmm. I'm sure there's a program for it. Yeah, I'm not re- researching that. Because then my kid would be like, oh, well, I can use that for my homework. I don't have to learn how to type. Yeah. He already tried to pull out once. We're not doing that again. Smart kid. Okay. <sighs> so. Sorry, I keep signing into the microphone. <laughs> All right, so moving on from virtual networking, let's talk catering. Catering. Yeah, food. Okay, so let me just say, I was super excited um, reading the article that you um so kindly provided me, so I didn't have to do any research. Um, From the CDC? No. Which one? Which one? No. The one part of the packet, the virtual networking packet you gave me yesterday. Oh, yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes, I gave you two, but it's cool. Did half your homework. Is that how you got through high school? <laughs> Did all my homework. <laughs> okay, you want me to read this or not? principal honor rolls kid. Okay, how what were you going to say? Come on now. I was super excited about the catering packets, or the catering stuff talk the catering articles um that i read yesterday 
about all of the different options that people were coming up with, and I was like, yes, yes, we should park a food truck in the lobby. That'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'll let you talk on those in a minute, okay. but I really, right. want, go, your, go I really go want your opinion on this one. Okay, so I have this tiny little piece of paper. TJ thinks I can't read. So I got... Do I, I don't want your glasses. Maybe. I'm just kidding. Um, so I was on this, I got the, from this meetings net words. Yes. Words meetings net, which I mm -hmm. signed up for. And I think most of y'all have too. So they sent the link to their forum that they post like every week. So this young lady who plans events in, I don't know, somewhere on the East coast. So she posts, my client postponed her wedding because of COVID and is opting to micro wedding. Her guest count dropped from 80 to 32 people, and now the caterer wants to up the price by doubling the per-person price based on food costs. Has anything like this happened to you? How did you proceed? I understand times are tough, but I was shocked of the increase in costs. There's no cancellation, rescheduling clause, or price set per-person based F&B spent to attain the pricing in the contract that would affect such an increase. Thoughts? Because I had lots of thoughts. <laughs> Uh, my thought would be to, since there's not a cancellation clause, go ahead and cancel with that caterer and yep. find somebody else. That was my first thought. That's insane. Absolutely. I mean, I could see if there was a clause in their contract that had a minimum that they needed to meet. Like, as far as, like, per person. Right. Um, or, like, guest amount. Your guaranteed amount. Um but if there's nothing in your contract dealing with a drop in guest count, no. Yeah. Find, find you a new caterer. Yeah. That was my Because that's insane. So. They may do things differently on the East Coast. They might. But. Well, and it also I would think the food too. But I understand the cost of food probably went up. But from a catering standpoint, you should be able to do other options to help not make it inflate so bad that you might lose clientele in general. Yeah. But, yeah, I was very surprised by that. Well, okay, I wasn't surprised. I was very surprised that she didn't try to go with another caterer immediately. That would have been my initial reaction was, okay, let's go get some estimates from somewhere else first yeah. and see. Yeah. I don't know. So um, the other thought I had was, well, so does price per person increase? Do they tell her it's food cost, but it's not necessarily food cost, depending on how they're doing the service? Because, you know, for example, here, everything has increased staffing because if you do a buffet, you're going to have to have staff to serve it because mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to serve yourself. Now, the prepackaged thing that we've done recently is totally different. It's just setting it out and they grab it and go. But yeah. So I can understand the price going up because of staffing needs, having to pay additional people to be there, which is just part of what's happening with COVID in general. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, or if maybe your price costs increase because you do have to change to a prepackaged buffet-style meal. Mm -hmm. um, so now you're having to play, pay for the disposables, you know, the packaging. Right. And, but double? Yeah. Per person? And uh, with that, your numbers that going seems down. a little steep. <laughs> so, and I also wonder, because they decreased their... Um, yeah, they're trying to make up. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean... the cater? I have no earthly idea. You think anyone's really going to advertise that? I would. Well, I'd be like, this is the caterer. Please don't use them. But they, have they done this to anybody else? Yeah, I don't know that someone really wanted to go that far. Because yeah. if they stuck with them. No. Um, yeah, no. Once you put a review out there like that, you, you go ahead and move, move on. Yes. 
Yes. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it is insane. But, you know, and then I looked at, because talking with some of the caterers we're still dealing with, Mm -hmm. initially when they were trying to figure all this out on their end, I looked at some of that stuff. And some of it, yeah, definitely the price has gone up quite a bit. And which is in which is sad because they're already paying the higher rate to have China in the facility, which they're not having anymore. We're not allowing that, and they're not serving plated meals of any kind. Um, so you're already going not to... Not even com- covered? Nope. Yeah. Which is how the wedding industry... I so love the wedding industry, <laughs> which is how they're getting around it, because they are doing yeah. the caps on the plates and serving yeah, it that Yeah, Beauty way. and the Beast style. Uh, yeah, but no one wears gloves or does anything. They still barehand it. So how is that any better? Oh, no, they should definitely be wearing gloves. Yeah, but they don't. That's what I'm saying. I mean, because even for a wedding, you could increase your price a little bit and be like, we're going to buy colored gloves, you know, like the article, buy colored gloves to match the, the decor in the wedding or whatever colors you've picked. So we're going to have matching masks and gloves. Make it fancy. Yeah, you can, but there's a lot of people out there that don't want to do that because they don't want it to take away from the wedding and acknowledge the fact that COVID is existing. Exactly. So you wear colored gloves to match, so it looks like you're coordinating. Yeah. I mean, it's the same as, like, your catering staff having, like, the colored tie mm-hmm. to match whatever theme is going on. Or, like, when you bought us plaid stuff for Christmas last year. Yeah, looking back at those photos, that was a horrible idea. I mean, I looked really cute. So. Yeah, I looked horrible. I definitely should have put a belt on. That was bad. Yeah. Hey, I told everybody. Belt, best accessory. Anyways, uh, back to catering. <laughs> so what else did you find in that article that I sent you? Um, oh, the bento boxes. Because I love doing bento boxes for my kid. I have, like, all the little stencils and stuff to So cut explain out. what a bento box is for people who don't know. Um, like a Japanese lunchbox. Okay. So it's... You know, you go to an Asian we go restaurant. With the hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got you. Got to put the coffee down. The Asian restaurant, and you have your little box, and it's got um, sections. Mm-hmm. Basically, biggest one has like your protein and your starch, and then you might have a little salad and you know your appetizers all in one tray, essentially. Um, but I found those really awesome. Like I said, I love doing them for my kid um, because you can theme them. Be like, oh, like we're gonna do. Um, we're going to do Cajun food, and we're going to have, you know, all little crawfish in this box, but we're going to put it in a heart shape because Valentine's Day, you know, whatever. Like, you can get super creative with it. We're already going all the way to February <laughs> with this. We're going to still be doing this in February. I mean, let's be real. Um, but essentially, it's, it's a box or a tray that you get your entire meal in one served to you. Okay. I really like that. Okay. One, it's less dishes for yeah. everybody. Um, they make disposable ones if you're still on that route. Um, but it circumvents the plated meal where you have the salad plate, the dinner plate, the dessert plate. Like I've seen bento boxes done with dessert, salad, the whole nine. People getting creative. I really like that. Okay. I really like the food truck also. Like yeah. Park a food truck at your event. There I heard, you go. Yeah. Um, and there's a ton here. Are there? There's a lot. Just can't ever find them. Really? However, there is like a taco truck on Highway 21 that has amazing quesadillas. They don't actually have a name that I can pronounce. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome. It's right by the new um, Shell Station they're building. Mm. We were leaving after I picked the kids up from school, and we saw one that was Big Dog Barbecue, like D-A-W-G. 
And I started laughing. I was like, well, that one's new. But you know how many are trying to get onto this campus? Like, yeah. you know. Well, that's why they had the food truck The park. food truck park in Northgate. Sad that went away. Kind of. I mean, I never went because they only had two or three that I had already been to around town. Um, it's a good concept. Just need to be in a different location and larger. Yeah. Portland has a really good one. I'm it's sure like they do. four or five city block radius of just every food you can think of. Um, so what else did they suggest besides food trucks? Well, I mean, there's the whole, like, you know, health and safety thing. Right. Right. Um, the hand-washing stations, respiratory um, awareness, which that phrasing to me was weird, but I kind of get what they were saying. You know, people are going to have their masks off. They're going to be talking. They're going to be eating. Have them spaced accordingly. Um, but, yeah. It was just... Well, that kind of leads me into what we're doing here. So we're not doing receptions. Now, granted, we are being used as classrooms, so events mostly for the fall from now until Thanksgiving are non-existent. We might be doing a few in December if we can. Um, but our policies right now are no open receptions, no open bars. Oh, no buffets. Uh, no. Well, we can do buffets, but it's a one-sided buffet, and it has to be served, and the caterer will put up the plexiglass barrier. They also are not allowing guests to touch the plates. They take the plates, and then they tell them what they want on it, and they don't actually touch the plate till the yeah, end of the Yeah, Luby style. Line. Yes, Luby style. <sighs> yes, I do too. Mac and cheese all the way. But... Um, so they're doing that and everything is the, you know, pre-bottled, pre-canned drinks and mm -hmm. everything like that. So, or the other option is the boxes, your bento boxes. I don't know if any of the caterers will do that here, but they have, you know, the sandwich boxes like you would normally get from, you know, Blue Baker or something like that here in town. So we have some options, just not as many as people probably would care for because it takes away from the norm which we're no longer in the norm this is the norm yes well yes well let's just let's address the bento boxes again it cuts back on the disposables <laughs> that you have to use because it's all in one right so if you get a sandwich you have your sandwich in a box and then if you get a side salad now that's separate and then your dressing separate and then your dessert separate like bento box all in one still mildly sustainable mildly mildly yeah, that's a good idea, but I want to start seeing bamboo utensils, not all this plastic stuff. Although I don't know if they prepackage bamboo. Mm, they don't. <sighs> yeah, because they could never find them in catering because they tried. I mean, I found them on Amazon once because I was going to buy them for Cameron for his lunches. Yeah. So any other thoughts on catering? Since we're not really doing... <laughs> catering it's really hard yeah I mean not really I would like them to see I would like them to see I would like to see them um <laughs> do something more than sandwiches and salads agreed you know and maybe you know not right now obviously they've kind of got to figure out like obviously you're pushing the limits on the integrity of the food you know by boxing it but I also think that's the client, too. It's easier to grab a sandwich and go out the building versus staying in the yeah, building. Yeah, but I mean, like, you could have a pasta salad versus, like, a salad salad. It's true. You could. Yeah. 
Maybe you should go back to working in catering and clean it all up. Now she's trying to get rid of me. <laughs> it's fine. Mm -hmm. What else you got on here? Nothing. Nothing. Yes, oh, that's is this all. Is where we take questions from our students I wish. about their first week of school? No, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna touch base with them next week. All of them have had a lot going on. Plus, hopefully by that point we'll have two new students who can talk about how classes have been going. Um, we definitely need to uh, touch base with Caleb, find out how his first week is going and how it's been working here at night. <laughs> with everything that's going on. It really did, um, he did panic. He came to me and he was like, am I supposed to be here until midnight? <laughs> I was like, no, I already asked Sarah for clarification. It was a typo. It was a typo, <laughs> very much a typo. He was like, oh man, I knew. it's like a grad class, but still, I was like, man, that's late. <laughs> Again, common sense goes out the window lately. I mean, it's stressful, it's the first week. It is, it is. I mean, we know, yours is like, left that in the driveway. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. All right, so next week, we're going to touch base with our students. Yes. Okay, figure out how that week's been going. Um, and then we're going to have a special guest. Special guest. Yeah, special guest. Should we ruin the surprise? No. Okay. No, it should be a surprise. But they're going to come in and talk about what it's been like teaching uh, during this whole COVID transition and what it's like teaching in our building and how wonderful we are. <laughs> Listen, we can't be asking these people to lie. I'm not, I'm not gonna ask them to lie. They'll tell us the truth. Absolutely. They'll definitely tell us the truth. So I'm excited. I was more excited when I got the phone call. So okay. the excitement's not showing right now, but I'm very excited. So looking forward to that. So next time on the Coffee Talk, Hopefully it'll be special guest. Yeah, special guest. So hopefully it'll be fun. And like I said, we'll get the callings from the students. Maybe even have one of them sit in with us if they're here. Make them be here. Make them be here. Make them be here. Listen, we've had a hard enough time with this schedule situation. It's for okay, the I gotta figure it out. We need to change it around again. <laughs> We're good. All right. Well, until next time, thank you for joining us on our episode of Coffee Talk. Bye. Bye.